0: Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out
3: no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable.
0: That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not even literally done wiping all the studio equipment down. Like, I've really, literally, so much is going on that I can't even tell you. And not just with the president and the press conference and the coronavirus and the task force and everything. And there's a lot going on with that. I mean, yesterday... The president of the United States did a three hour press conference and three hours, three hours of information about the coronavirus, about COVID-19, about where we stand, about testing, about the uh, the projected death tolls for the coming months, about how difficult the coming months and weeks were going to be. Uh, it was a no holds barred kind of a, a attack and approach by Donald Trump. And then there were, a, I mean, a plethora of questions. There are only like four reporters there because of social distancing, but so many questions. And he and his experts sat there, and they answered the questions, I mean, in their entirety, for three hours. It was like you were watching Titanic. That's how long the press conference took. I was, uh, we did a special show last night. I don't know if anyone heard it, but we did a special show last night, and it was from 8 to 10. And literally, I was sitting at my computer, it was 7.45, and the president was like, all right, we're going to wrap this up one more question. And I was like, oh, thank God. Otherwise, I'm like, I didn't know how long he was going to go. I was like, I've got him. He's like, he's always doing press conferences during the day. I didn't know he was going to start doing them at night and run for three hours. But this is the sign to me of somebody who is not hiding anything, who is being honest with the people. This is the sign of somebody. like if you wanted to if you wanted to to hide in the shadows and, and, you know, not be transparent. And if you wanted to get out there and just, you know, blow smoke, you wouldn't do a three hour press conference. And this guy is doing press conferences every single day. It's not like he does a three-hour press conference on a random Tuesday and then you don't hear from him again. You're going to hear from him again today. The president will be out there. The vice president will be out there. The task force will be out there. The reporters, unfortunately, will also be out there. And this is going to be an ongoing – as long as this crisis is happening in the United States and as long as we're still waiting to get it under control – The president will be on the front lines of this, and he will be the mouthpiece for the White House, for the WHO, for the CDC. He is going to be there. And he will make sure he will make sure that everything is uh, is as solid as it needs to be. So that's where we are today. That's where we are as far as the president. Now, now some of the projections he said, look, the worst case scenario is, is bad. It's two hundred and forty thousand potential um, fatalities from the coronavirus here in the United States. That's the worst case scenario with social distancing. The best case scenario is one hundred thousand, which, again, seems like it's a horrible day. Uh, it seems like it's a horrible number. And it's a horrible announcement to make. However, when you look at the projections before flattening the curve, the worst case scenario was 1.5 million. So it seems like even in this short time frame, we've been able to save over 1.2 million lives, and which, is a, which is a huge success. And of course, you don't hear that from anyone. You don't hear about the successes from the media. You don't hear about the successes. They continually go in there and try to taunt the president and they try to badmouth the president. They try to trip the president up. And instead of talking about what the president's talking about today, they want to continue to talk about what the president was talking about yesterday and the day before that. And back in February and back in January when he was in the middle of an impeachment inquiry, I'd like to point out. And so now you've got you've got the president being very honest and forthright, saying, prepare for a very painful two weeks here in the United States of America. But the truth is, it will get better eventually. It will get better eventually. And instead of taking those words to heart, the media continues to take those words to task. And they continue to try to trip up the president and attack him with his own positivity and his own optimism to the point where even yesterday during the press conference, he had to stop and say, look, I'm not going to be optimistic because you people can't handle that. But I'm going to be optimistic. When you have to preface your optimism, when you have to basically tell the press, look, this optimism is off the record because I know you people are going to twist it and turn it any way that you want. You've got a serious problem with not the not the not the presidency, not the executive branch. You've got a serious problem with the media. And I mean, that's one of I'll be honest with you. The coronavirus is probably the biggest problem we have in the United States right now. The media is the second because they no longer are there doing what they need to do they're no longer reporting the facts they're no longer reporting what's going on they're no longer investigating stories they are clickbaiting 24/7 they are clickbaiting 24/7 they are they are still trying to fulfill their their obligation to the democratic party and bring down the president of the united states and it's and it's so painful to watch especially when nobody cares Especially when nobody cares. Especially when the people that are getting laid off from their jobs and furloughed from their jobs by the thousands every day. They don't care. They just want money. They just want to know how they're going to provide for their families. The people who's, who are watching the stock market plummet 8,000 points. Back and forth, up and down, down again today, 634 points. Uh, Who knows where it's going to stop? Who knows when it's going to go back up? They've got retirement funds. They've got college funds. They've got all of their savings wrapped up in a a volatile stock market that because of the coronavirus, nobody knows what's going to happen with it. They don't care what Donald Trump said the first day of March, the fourth day of March. They care what's happening today and and right now. And more importantly, they care what's going to happen tomorrow and in a month from now. It is, it is, it is distressing and sickening and we've got even more examples of it uh, coming up a little later on today. First though, we should point out a couple things. It is whatever you want Wednesday. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. And should we have any time to talk to you, we're going to talk about whatever you want. However, we are awaiting a press conference from the mayor of Jacksonville, Lenny Curry, who is going to come on his Zoom call with all his, his reporters. And, uh, because of, because of what the president mentioned yesterday and because of what, uh, you know, the president has asked the United States to do, what he's asked the citizens to do, which is continue. To stay home, continue to shelter in place, continue social distancing, continue uh, you know working from home, continue everything that you can to keep out of each other 's way, to keep contact, to keep the virus at bay, so that we can keep the overall death toll from coronavirus down to um, the minimum the minimum, which again is a scary number, but could be a lot worse and I feel like in doing what we 've done so far in the month of May or Mar- March. In doing what we've done these last four weeks, since social distancing started, since uh, flattening the curve became a thing, since closing off businesses and beaches and workplaces and schools and keeping the kids at home, since all of the the patriots in this, country, in this country have been doing what they've been doing, it seems to me like based on the projection before flatten the curve and based on the projection now, we've already saved over a million American lives. And that's something to be proud of. is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Like I said, it is whatever you want Wednesday. So if you want to get on the horn and talk about something, uh, by all means, get on the horn. We'd love to hear from you. Also, like I said, we have uh, Mayor Lenny Curry coming in in just a minute with some kind of important update, I'm sure. Uh, We have some open mic messages we're, we're filtering through. If you'd rather talk to us via open mic, no problem. It's a free download. Go to the App Store. Go to the Google Play Store, the iTunes Store. Just download the 104.5 WOKV mobile app. You can get it for free. You can send us an open mic message. And in doing so, we can get you on the air uh, with whatever it is that you want to say. 855-765-1045. Susie in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you?
3: I'm doing wonderful this morning, Mark. How about yourself?
0: Doing wonderful myself, Susie. What did you want to say today?
3: Well, I enjoyed your show last night. Thank you. You're welcome and I want to remind everybody it's Trump Day.
0: Oh. <laughs> like Susie. I wonder what Susie did before we had the, sh- the uh, whatever-you-want went. I, I just wonder if she had on some other show she was calling every week to announce that it was Trump. Hopefully not, but I'm just glad she's part of our program. Now, And yes, last night we had a great time. We did a special two-hour show, not just here, but in, uh, on our sister stations in Atlanta and Tulsa, Oklahoma and Dayton, Ohio, and not Orlando for some reason. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what they had. They had something better going on. I I don't know what, but, uh, but we had such a blast. I was in my home studio, and we took phone calls, and we talked about uh, you know, the president's speech and we played open mics. And it was it was really uh, first of all, it was great to see that the home studio worked because it gives me more ammunition to go to the bosses and say, hey, we can actually do this. If you got well, I'm ready, to I'm ready to pull the trigger whenever you are. You know, just you just give me the word and we'll be ready to go. Uh, listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we are awaiting the mayor. Hopefully uh, we'll be able to jump in live with that. So stay tuned. It's the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV entertaining never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12 informative
3: you call people out no matter what they are you hold them accountable that's the mark k show
0: this is the mark k show
3: Hey Mark, where's the Facebook
0: and the YouTube feed? Oh, good question. They're up there now. We took them. Uh, we didn't go with them live because we knew Mayor Curry was going to make an announcement. And uh, you know, sometimes people sometimes people leave <laughs> when the mayor comes on, and we didn't want that to happen right out of the gate. So we figure, hey, if we make you miss us, if we make you want us a little bit more and a little bit longer, then you'll stick around. Uh, but I'll give you the highlights of, uh, of what the mayor said. He's basically shutting down Jacksonville to anyone who's not non-essential starting what was it midnight on Friday. Uh, which I guess means what, like Saturday? Yeah, Saturday morning, basically. I wish when you just, wake up Saturday, you can't go to work. I wish they would just say Saturday, like Saturday morning, because midnight Friday, I'm like, is that, wait, is that is so, Thursday you know, going into Friday, or words. is it is it Friday going, anyway, it doesn't matter, uh, but it's an all non-essential businesses shut down uh, Tuesday. They call it Safer at Home instead of, you know, shutting down Jacksonville, because Safer at Home is a much more pleasant way to describe it, but basically it, it's six of one, half dozen of the other, and so what's going to happen is if it's a non-essential business, it will not be uh, something that you can, you can opt. It's not that they're going to be all closed. It leaves grocery stores open, hardware stores open, laundromats open. Um, It said news media. Unfortunately, I guess that's us. It will remain open. However, he did say he did stress once again, if your employees have the opportunity to work from home, you should allow them to do that. Uh, because it is safer it is uh, uh, and this is all piggybacking on the president's announcement yesterday with Dr. Fauci about the the two weeks that are going to be very hard and very difficult going forward and um, how you have this certain you know uh, this unknown factor about how many uh, fatalities there may may be from the coronavirus in the end and if you do have that unknown factor we've got to continue to flatten the curve so this is a forced flattening of that curve here in Jacksonville and and he did say again look we want to make sure not that what's happening in places like New York and Italy and California and Washington and and uh, and you know what places around the and Louisiana we want to make sure that what's happening there isn't happening here and that's why he's putting these orders in place now as far as enforcement of the laws we're not really sure what that means he said look you can go outside you can walk your dog but don't walk with your neighbors and if you see your neighbors just wave you know just wave at them from across the street. Don't get up in their faces. No barbecues. None of that. Uh, because it's still it's still social distancing in full effect. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. And we have, uh, let's see, we've got Chris on the line in Georgia. Hey, Chris, how are you? Thanks for calling the Markay Show. Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. What would you want to say, sir? Uh, I'm
1: just uh, wondering, what about construction workers. I mean, you know, especially like new construction sites. Are we allowed to go to work?
0: Um, I don't know. The, the uh, order's coming down. He's, he's putting forth an executive order, I guess, here momentarily, and we'll get the wording and we'll get all the documentation on it. But it, it's going to probably depend on your employer. If, if you're working on some construction site that's deemed you know, essential to the, uh, to the working of the uh, Jacksonville area, then probably you'll get dispensation. But if you're not, your, your owner or whoever it is uh, your boss may say, Hey, we're shutting it down and you're going to have to work at home. That may be, that may be the, um, the answer going forward. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And hopefully I would, I would get with your, um, once this executive order comes through, I would definitely get with your, uh, your bosses and, and your, you know, your foreman and figure out what's going on. Hey, Paul in Arlington, how are you?
1: hey uh mark love your show uh so uh, that kind of answered my question i have a small uh lawn care business okay and would that be considered uh non-essential again i, I mean don't, i work outdoors yeah. and you know
0: yeah that's a good that's a great question as far as uh as far as you know i mean small business is it just you or do you have like a small crew what are you thinking
1: uh just one other person i mean yeah. i could stick him in the back of a truck though so you know what i'm
0: saying <laughs> social distancing yeah. social distancing right in the back right in the back with the tools no i understand what yeah. you're saying uh, i don't know again i think that it depends probably on the size of the business it probably depends yeah. on it depends on you know uh, whether you where you are that kind of thing but uh basically oh i just got to hold on i just got information so we're going to we're going to take a look at that i'll get you the information i would say that probably I don't know. But if it's if it's an outdoor thing, and you know, it, 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 the landscaping may not be deemed essential. Uh, here we go. Here's the order from Mayor Curry. Safer at home. Additionally, starting Friday at 12.01 a.m. So wait a minute. If oh, it's yeah, that Friday, makes it sound
4: like it's Thursday so night, that's Friday, Friday morning. morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, that, so that gives you one day. Only essential businesses will be permitted to operate. Essential retail and commercial businesses that may remain open are health care providers, including but not limited to hospitals, Doctors and dentists' offices, urgent care centers, clinics, rehabilitation facilities, physical therapists, mental health professionals, psychiatrists, therapists, and pharmacies, grocery stores, farmers' markets, farm and produce stands. Supermarkets, food banks, convenience stores, other establishments engaged in the retail sale of canned food, dry goods, fresh fruits and vegetables, pet supply, fresh meats, fish and poultry, and any other household consumer product, such as cleaning and personal care products. This authorization includes stores that sell groceries and other non-grocery products and products necessary to maintaining the safety, sanitation, and essential operations of businesses. All right, here's the next one. Food cultivation, including farming. Livestock and fishing, businesses that provide food, shelter, social services and other necessities of life, newspaper, television, radio and unfortunately other media services, gas stations, new and used automobile dealerships, auto supply, auto repair. Uh, However, most of these businesses or all of these businesses should ensure that customers practice the social distancing as advised by the CDC, banks and related financial institutions, hardware stores, contractors and other tradesmen. Now, this is where we were. Yeah, the construction question might be answered here. Uh, If you're if you're a uh, contractor or you're another trademan, which could include, I would think, uh, landscaping that may uh, that may apply. Appliance repair personnel exterminators. Thank God, because I have one coming tomorrow. uh, Other service providers. Providers who provide, again, this is all of its safety, sanitation, essential operation. And for a lot of people, landscaping is sanitation. I mean, you got to keep the weeds down so the snakes don't get in, so you keep your family safe. Uh, shipping services, including post office and post office boxes, mailing and shipping locations, private colleges, trade schools, and technical colleges, but only as needed to facilitate online distance and learning. So you can't go to UNF, but if you're distance learning and you're in charge of making sure everyone who's distance learning can... And distance learn, then that's you. Laundromats, dry cleaners, and laundry services, uh, restaurants, and other facilities that prepare and serve food but are subject to the limitations of requirements of blah, 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 blah. Uh, Businesses that supply office products needed for people to work from home. Mm. So I'm assuming like a Staples would be an example of someone like that. So if you're working from home, you've got to make sure that you have your office supplies. Businesses that supply other essential businesses with the support or supplies necessary to operate but do not interact with the general public. So if you're like Dunder Mifflin and you supply paper to a hospital and the hospital needs that paper, then you're good to go. Businesses that ship or deliver groceries, foods, services, or uh, services directly to residents, airlines, taxis, other private uh, transportation providers, home-based care for seniors, adults, or children, assisted living, nursing homes, adult daycare centers, senior residential facilities. This is a lot of businesses. Oh, here we go. You're about halfway done. I'm about, yeah. Yeah. Professional services such as legal or accounting services when necessary to assess assist with compliance with legally mandated activity. So if you have to file your taxes, your accountant can still work with you. Th- to answer that guy's question, they're just called landscape and pool care businesses, including residential landscape and pool care services. So you guys go cut the grass, go clean the filters. You're good to go and it goes on and on and on pet supply stores logistics providers provision of propane or natural gas uh factories I mean it, it does go on and on I'm sure we're we're probably posting this somewhere right I would assume so sure yeah we'll 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 put, we'll get it up somewhere so that you can have the complete list i would check at WOKB.com. if it's not there yet it'll be there hopefully soon uh 855-765-1045 this is Kathy in Jacksonville hey Kathy how are you
3: Hi, um, I don't want to take up too much time. I have like three points. Please don't cut me off. Um, uh, number one, you know. I'm
0: just, I'm just, I'm just uh, it was April Fool's Day. I'm sorry. I just had to get a break. <laughs> sorry, Kathy, go ahead. What were you saying?
3: This is overblown. You know, they could have given everybody, every single person in the household, all the masks, all the gloves, and sanitizer they need. Go out, do what you need to do, but you must wear gloves and, hand, and, and a mask, and keep your sanitizer with you. That I, I've never seen any anybody overdo this this virus. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Well, no, Okay. So, yeah. No. Oh, that was number one. All right. What's number two?
3: Okay. Um, somebody. Somebody I just met. Okay. Said. Well, Obama had a major task force set up for just this, and Trump shut it down. I said, you're an idiot. Okay. You're a (laughs) freaking idiot. That's what I told him. Uh, Number three. Yeah. So, I'm not, I'm not judging, but Nancy Pelosi, she keeps saying that she is a Christian, right? Well, when she dies, okay, God's going to look at her and say, well, sorry, Nance, it's all about business, because that's what she would say. Oh, it's all about business. It's just about business. But when she goes to hell, God's going to say, sorry, Nancy, it's all about business.
0: <laughs> so, I, whatever. I, I hate Kathy, <laughs> thanks so much thanks so much for the call eight five five seven six five it's whatever you want wednesday by the way i want to throw that out there this is when we turn the show over to you it's whatever you want to talk about so before we start complaining uh yeah. dennis in jacksonville how you doing dennis <laughs> <laughs> i'm good man oh good what's up man how are you what's uh what do you want to say today sir all
1: right well buddy um our company i work in construction and um, our company gave us a letter to carry around with us in our vehicle, so uh-huh. that if we do get pulled over, um, it does say that we are essential. So for all the construction workers,
0: we should be uh, we should be good. Oh, get a letter, that kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. get. I my boss gave me a letter like that too, and I tore it up. So if I get pulled over, I'm uh, I'm gonna be like, hey, the cops <laughs> told me to go home. <laughs> Sorry, just, I would love to be there. I would love. What letter? Oh God, that's right! You did give me a letter, man. I should have. I don't know what happened to that. Let me go. I don't even know where my badge is to get into the building. You got a letter? Yeah, there was a letter. There shh, no. There's no letters. There's April Fools. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Sally in St. Augustine. How you doing, Sally? Hi. Thank you for having me on your show. I love it. Oh, Sally, we love that you love it. I have a cheer for the virus. You have a a cheer for the virus. No, I have a cure. Oh, I think it's a cheer. <laughs> so, no, so. I have a cure. Right, well, you, you, wait a minute. If I you know how to the cure How do you cure health the virus? Health
3: field, okay. I have a health worker in the top of one of the departments at the mail clinic back me on this. I'm going to get right to the point.
0: Please do. We only have like Please a minute do. left.
3: Yep. yep. Any distilled alcohol product at 65% will kill it in your bloodstream. We've already used it. He fell ill the other night and a sore throat and he texted me the next day. He's a client of mine, said, thank you. He goes, I feel a hundred percent today. He goes, you're on to something. You're right about this. I said, this is thinking outside the box. How do we get to the top of the field to let everybody know?
0: Well, I huh? feel the- probably not by probably not by listening to the show. Did she I just say know. drink hard alcohol? <laughs> I think that's to, cool. to save us from all our problems. Apparently one of her friends thought that they had the coronavirus. She said, "Hey, do a shot of Everclear and you'll be good to go and now they feel much better." Oh so, man. will get that right. We'll get that right to the top. 855-765-1045. So I just <laughs> I just got a link from Jeremy Ratliff who thank God he listens to the show. Because I didn't think anyone around here did, but he uh, he said he tweeted out a link. So if you go oh, to good. if you go to wokv. Uh, you can find it there. If you're wondering if you're a, if you're considered essential personnel by the mayor's office, and if and again this goes into effect twelve oh one on Friday, which means Thursday at midnight. That's it. That's your last chance to get out there if you're an non essential employee because your butt's going to be inside. You're safer at home starting Friday. Pardon me at midnight. Or I guess Thursday at midnight, Friday at twelve oh one in the morning. It's very difficult to figure out eight five five seven six five one zero four. But we have to take a quick break. We've got traffic, weather, news, a ton more phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining, never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You
3: call people out no matter what they are. You hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show.
0: This is the Mark K Show. Let's give it a shot.
3: So does anyone notice how... Trump has been giving more press conferences now that he can no longer do campaign rallies. I mean, yeah, they may be three hours long, but 75 percent of it happened to be misstatements and lies. And 25 percent happened to be things that he's overly exaggerating on how his uh, administration is doing everything so well and better than everyone else.
0: Wasn't that was that Senator Hirono? It doesn't sound doesn't that sound like Senator Hirono? Uh, three hours of lies and, and bragging and how great we are. You know, I'll be honest with you, I wish that were true, but it's it's 100 percent not. And it's not in place of the pep rallies or the or the campaign rallies. It's in place of, you know, it, look, it's a damned if you do damned if you don't situation when you're president, especially when your last name is Trump. Because if you didn't do a press conference every single day, what's he hiding? Where's the transparency? Why won't the president come and talk to us? What is is he afraid to answer questions? The president has never been afraid to answer a single question. So now he comes out and he over delivers. And what do you get? He's bragging. It's 75 percent lies. It's all ridiculousness. They should stop doing the press conferences. Rachel Maddow saying people are literally dying. We need to stop airing these press conferences. When just last April, a year ago, the media, the same media, MSNBC, the same station that airs Rachel Maddow complaining that Donald Trump's giving too many press conferences was complaining that there weren't enough press briefings. When Sarah Huckabee Sanders left the White House, they literally cut out the press briefings, and the press complained. They went like 39 days without a press briefing, and the press was wreaking havoc on the president, on the White House, on everybody. Then the president decided to do chopper talks. Great idea. The press doesn't get the camera on them. They ask a question. He answers it. The chopper's in the background. He's in total control. It limits the amount of fake news that gets out there, and it limits the superstar celebrity status of these cable news people because that's the problem. They're all trying to be famous. Think about it. Think about how famous is Jim Acosta. Twenty years ago, nobody knew the name of any White House reporter. Now everybody knows them all because they try to get in front of the camera and they try to get in front of the camera with one of the most twisted questions they can, so it becomes a soundbite. It becomes and in fact, Doctor Fauci who the media loves, literally called Jim Acosta out on that the other day at one of these press conferences. Here's here's a clip. Uh,
3: and until we have
0: the to mitigate,
4: if there was virus there that we didn't know about, then the answer to your question is probably yes. Now, the only trouble with that is that whenever you come out and say something like that, it always becomes almost a soundbite sound that gets taken out of context.
0: He's literally telling Jim Acosta, I know what you're trying to do. The question you asked me, could we have mitigated it if we'd known this? And I, if I say yes, the problem is you're going to take that and twist it and you're going to publish, Dr. Fauci says Trump failed. You know We could have mitigated this. And it's, he's 100% right. And this is the world's leading expert at the moment. This is the guy that everyone in the media trusts. This is the guy that they want running the press conferences. They actually want the president taken out of the press briefings they want the president the leader of the united states of america to be taken out of these press conferences and two days ago he was at the white house president trump went one-on-one with jim acosta again here's the deal let me play you the question first of all he 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 begrudgingly called on jim acosta here's what happens give it a shot, sir what do you say hey listen to that again Let's give it a shot. Uh, What do you say to Americans who are upset with you over the way you downplayed this crisis over the last couple of months? Uh, We have it very much under control in this country. The coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. It's going to disappear. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. Uh, At March 4th, uh, we have a very small number of people in this country infected. March 10th, we're prepared. We're doing a great job with it. It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. What do you Close say to Americans jail. who we'll believe that away. you got this wrong? And I do want that. Okay, so this question, for, first of all, he's got pages. I don't know, you can't see, he's got pages and pages of notes, comments that Donald Trump has said about the coronavirus over the last two months. It is... I mean, it is an obsession with this guy, Jim Acosta, and it should be. I mean, it's his career now. He made his he made his mark when the when the president called him out in that very first press conference for being fake news. He made his mark. He got his name in lights, and now he's riding that wave as long as he possible. As long as President Trump's in office, Jim Acosta will be obsessing over him and trying to twist his words. So here's the president's answer. Stay calm, and we are doing a
4: great job. If you look at those individual statements, they're all true.
0: Stay calm. Uh, it will go away. You know it. You know it is going away. Yeah, here's it. Look at those statements one by one. Stay calm. That's, that's it. Everyone's telling you that. It doesn't matter if it's the president or Dr. Fauci or your therapist or 92 people posting memes on Instagram. They're all saying it will get better. It will go away. None of these statements are false. And it will go away. And we're going to have a great victory. And it's people like you and
4: CNN that say things like that. That uh, It's why people just don't want to listen to CNN anymore. You could ask a normal question. The statements I made are I want to keep the country calm. I, I keep- don't want panic in the country.
0: That's Literally, his job is to keep the I mean, he's the the president is the commander in chief in times of war. He's the commander in chief. And his job is to command the military forces in time of economic downturn or depression or recession. He is the economist in chief. And it's his job to make the decisions that are going to turn the tide and bring the economy back. And in times of pandemic, which we haven't experienced in, oh, 100 years, in times of pandemic, the president becomes the, the doctor in chief. The medic in chief. And his job is to go in and calm the patient. You know, there's, they talk about bedside manner in hospitals, and that's something they actually teach in medical school. And the president has an amazing bedside manner. The president has an amazing bedside manner. He walks in, he goes, listen. This is it's going to be tough. We're going to experience some issues, but we're going to get through it together. It's going to go away. We're going to win. We're going to have a victory. I need you to stay calm I need you to work together. I need you to listen to me. I need you to take the following steps, but it's all going to work out in the end. And that's what good doctors do. Good doctors don't stand up on the first day and say millions of people will die. Because that that would create mass panic and hysteria. And the fact that we are in this pandemic and the fact that we're getting all this information every single day and the fact that we have uh, this task force of experts, many of whom are respected and intelligent and are working 20 hours a day. To, to to mitigate the, uh, the virus, to mitigate the death toll, to mitigate, mitigate the spread, and to mitigate the misinformation, as you can see, Dr. Fauci has to do directly to Jim Acosta's face in that sound clip. These people, I mean, they're doing so much, not just to help people physically, but to help them stay calm mentally. And there's Jim Acosta who wants the opposite. He has four pages of notes of things that President Trump has said over the last four weeks. And he's pointing, and he's putting them out there in rapid succession for one reason and one reason only. For people to doubt the ability of their doctor in chief, their chief of staff of the United States of America, and for people to panic in a way that the president is telling them not to. He is basically the enemy Of the president at this point. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could do much. I would make you look like a minor
4: league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. I want to have our country be calm and strong and fight and win. And it will go away. And it is incredible the job that all of these people are doing putting them all together the job that they're doing i am very proud of the job they're doing that mike pence is doing that the task force has done that honeywell and procter and gamble and mike and all of these people have done i'm very proud it's it's almost a miracle and it is the way it's all come together and instead of asking a nasty snarky question like that you should ask a real question and other than that, I'm going to go to somebody else.
0: And that's a 100 percent true. Why would you ask a question like that? There's no information you're going to get from it. There's no. So new even information. In, oh, there's no, sorry. Shut up, Anderson Cooper. This is my show. There's no new information you're going to get from it. There's nothing journalistic about it. There's no reason to do it except to antagonize the president and make yourself go viral. And when we have a real virus to contend with, the last thing we need is Jim Acosta trying to trying to bring down the 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 optimism and the hope that the president is trying to help spread to a lot of Americans who are scared. CNN, they don't care if you're scared. In fact, it's better for you if they're scared, because that means guess where you're going to go more often. CNN, click, 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 money, 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 cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. 855-765-1045. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Can you tell it aggravates me? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. five-seven six five-1045. Quick break. More of the Marques show coming up. We'll be right back.
4: just read the list of essential businesses and essentially the essential businesses that are essential are essentially the same essential businesses that are open now
0: (laughs) that is an excellent point it is a little confusing hey mark i'm listening to you read off this list of all the essential businesses that can stay open so what can't be open uh your favorite bar basically uh, cannot be open. That is not not an essential uh, business. I'm guessing, you know, look, I I don't know right offhand because it does seem like the places you go, grocery stores, restaurants that provide food, that kind of thing. But think about like nail salons. You're not going to be able to go get your, your nails done. You're not going to be, oh. uh, the other, <laughs> the other Josh's face. What am I going to gonna do with my cuticles? I know, right? Sorry. They're You're not going to be, become ugly cools. They're not going to be cuticles. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to be ugly cools. <laughs> uh, also your hair. I mean, again, I don't have this problem, but right. a lot of people go to get their hair cut right, at yeah. establishments. I've fixed that with a $20 Con Air pair of clippers it's from a Walgreens. game changer, right? Dude, not only, here's the thing. And I don't want, I'm not, I'm not trying to get off topic. I'm not trying to brag. I know you want to know about essential and non-essential businesses, but not only do I just cut my own hair at home, but I can do it anytime. So like I I literally would go two weeks between haircuts. I went like four days and I was like, oh, you know what? Screw it. I got 20 minutes. <clears throat> it only took me three. And then it's done. And it's done. And it's always kind of like fresh and and quaff. So if you want to go for the buzz cut, look, I mean, if you if you don't mind looking like a skinhead, I would recommend that, especially since it looks like those are non-essential businesses that are going to be closed. Um, I think probably places like, um, you know, escape rooms, for example, they won't be open. Uh, also, you shouldn't be congregating in a small place like that for a while. Uh I'm trying to think if there's if there's any other place that you here's like, what's going like to happen. Zoos and public parks and right, all those that kind of things. Yeah. yeah, I assume like you know maybe some clothing stores. Like oh, like my kids for example, where I buy their school uniforms, that's going to be closed. Right. But I mean, they're not going to school anyway. And we've stopped forcing them to wear their uniforms at home because it was just too much of a homeschooling doesn't mean you don't have to wear your uniforms, kids. 855-765-1045. So anyway, I'm hoping that that uh, I'm hoping that that helps. Robert in St. John's County. How are you, Robert? Hey, how are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, man. Uh, what do you want to say, sir? Um,
1: I'm very disappointed with the governor. I've tried since uh, 227 of this year. To file unemployment. And as of today, I've gotten no further. I mean, I've been on the phone twice. Yeah. Both of them hung up on me. And now my hard drive's crashed. So um there's no filing online now for me. Robert, look. Um, on. Down.
0: I'm sorry. You've been saying you've been trying to file unemployment since early February? Yeah, and what's the holdup? Why are they telling you you can't do it? It, it keeps telling me
1: that my social security number—I'm—I'm I'm 55 years old. My okay. Social security number. Sure. Does not match me, and I've never used unemployment in my life. This social security number—I've been working since 14 years old. Same social security number, no problem. That is weird. I our, our, call, yeah. I um, the governor's office got a hold of a guy named Johnson on his staff. Uh huh. Super nice guy. And he worked with me for about 15 minutes. And he said, uh, All right, you're ready to go. Just keep following the prompts. And at the very end, where you go to submit it, it asked for your unemployment, or your social security number again. I uh, punched it in.
0: No match. Oh, man. That Robert, yeah. that is dude, that is a hard time and now you have no hard listen, I uh I'll be honest with you, I would I would give you the same advice. If that guy helped you out the first time, maybe call him again and see if he can help you out the second time. And I don't know if you have a friend or a family member or someplace where you can use his computer to file online, but that is that is a bummer and I would definitely take care of that as, as quickly as you could because you know, they're going to get inundated as quickly as possible. And if your Social Security number is not being recognized, I mean, I can guess one of two things. Maybe you're typing it in wrong, uh, which hopefully you're not. Or maybe, you know, like Clark Howard always says, maybe somebody else is using it for something. And then you definitely need to get it investigated. But call that guy back. And, you know, if, if you find somebody helpful, I always say just, you know, just keep pestering them until until you get the job done. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Robert in Jacksonville. How are you, Robert? Good morning. I'm well. I'm trusting that you
2: are also. Absolutely. What do you want to say, sir? Good. Hey, uh, I know you're a little spun up this morning, and that's okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I've kind of gotten a little spun up myself about this uh, matter uh, of, th- of this virus and all the things that are happening because of it. But I just wanted to encourage you to keep keep on keeping on. I appreciate your conservative voice. Also, uh, you're right. The news media is, for the most part, badgering the
4: president.
0: Yeah, they really are. And that's not the kind of thing you want to do when you have somebody who's, look, the president could be way more stressed out. Than he is. If it were Obama, he he would have seen. He would have he'd have turned gray by now. He'd be snapping at people. He would have canceled all press conferences. And here you have the president uh, going out for three hours at a time, three hours at a time to answer questions and give out information. And it's not just him; it's a whole crew of experts and and task force leaders and the vice president and Dr. Fauci. And to just blanket all of them as as liars and 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 you know, just braggarts, it's ridiculous. We don't you people are full of it. Eight five five seven Seven six five one zero four five. 1045 Quick break. Traffic weather news. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
3: You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show.
0: This is the Mark K Show.
3: Uh,
0: what are we doing? Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah, doing essential work, Mark. <laughs> That's what it is. We- <laughs> we're so essential that we forgot <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah, and here's the thing, if you're one of those people, like some people in this room that have been praying praying for the mayor to say, you don't have to go to work anymore, you have to work at home. If you're like, thank God, finally, safer at home order, it's coming Friday morning. It means that if you're non-essential, you have to stay home. And then you race to wokv.com and you try to find the list, and it's right there, but it's easy to find. And you see the list of non-essential businesses and you're combing through it, praying to God that you're not one of them. Odds are you are, because it's like, it's a lot of businesses it's a lot of businesses 855 765 1045 is our number 855 765 1045 we had like 30 more minutes here and it is whatever you want wednesday so let's let's uh, let's get back to it this is dean on the south side hi dean how are you
2: hey good morning i was just like to agree with you on your stance about the press
0: oh sweet I mean, when go,
2: they, when they defer when they defer to the brics or the other doctor about statistics i mean obviously badgering's part of journalism school Basic statistics isn't because these people are flabbergasted. They're talking about it. You talk about badgering uh, President Trump. I mean, there was a question yesterday. Did did the impeachment hearings distract him from being able to focus on this early on, on this virus scare? And, you know, I mean, how about the last three years where every investigation that the Democrats have thrown at President Trump and haven't really tried to do the the, uh, nation's business and taking care of issues that matter to us? I mean, you talk about who's distracting who. Congress has been distracted from getting the people's business done. Yeah, and that earlier caller that made the point about Nancy Pelosi. I mean, being eighty, she's got less years and more years left in this earth, and she's a, she's her minions, Jerry Nadler and uh, Adam Schiff are going to burn in the fires of hell, in my opinion.
0: All right, Dean. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really not just Europe, I that's a common opinion. I I see it online all the time. Um eight five five seven six five one oh four five. One more thing about the media. They're they the badgering is a real problem and it's not what journalism is. Nowhere in any journalism school and again I never went to journalism school, but my wife did. I know people who did. I've been to schools, and I'm pretty sure I never saw a class called Badgering for Journalism 101. There's a difference between questioning, interviewing, investigating. But what the media tends to do now is, and they get this from the Democrats in Congress, they try to set their own little perjury traps. They want to get out there, and they don't want to just make news. They want to make headlines. They don't want to just find out information and report it back. They want to be the person who is being reported on. They don't just want to have a a headline that says, President Trump discusses what he said on March 4th about the coronavirus and how it differs from what he said on April 1st. That's not their objective. Their objective now is to be the story. Jim Acosta called out by President Trump. You think Jim Acosta gets angry? When he gets called out by the president, you think Jim Acosta's mad when the Drudge Report puts up a clip of him and Donald Trump calling him fake news? No, guy's not angry at all. We literally in Cincinnati, Jeremy Ratliff was there with me and we went to the uh, we went to the Trump rally and uh, we were standing just feet from Jim Acosta. He photobombed us, ruined my selfie with Jeremy Ratliff. And we're standing there and people are coming up to Jim Acosta and they're all like, you suck Acosta, you fake news, you're a loser. And he's just like, what's up, guys? How you doing? And he waved. He does not care. He's not fazed by it. You know why? Because there were probably 100 journalists on the bleachers at that Trump rally. And the only person that any of those deplorables in the place knew the name of was Jim Acosta. And also Mark K., but only because I was wearing a shirt that said, The Mark K. Show. And I do that so that people will go, hey, are you Mark K.? Yes, I am. Uh, but that, that's exactly, he wants to be the star. Not the news. He wants to be. The, when I started in radio, I started uh, doing this morning show on a, on a radio stage. We played like 19 songs an hour. And I go, when do I get a chance to talk? And my boss came to me and said, hey, let me le- I'll let you know in a little secret. You're not the star. The music is the star. And that's when I realized I had a future in talk radio (laughs) because I wanted to. And Jim Acosta is the same way. The news is the star, unless you're on CNN. And then Jim Acosta's the star. Wolf Blitzer's the star. Don Lemon's the star. Chris Cuomo is the star. Anderson Cooper's the star. And that's what this news has become. And it shouldn't be. The news should always be the Star. 855-765-1045. Roger in Jacksonville. How you doing, Roger? Sweet. Uh, Tim in Palakka. How you doing, Tim? Hello. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to
4: say that uh, I think President Trump is doing an excellent job handling the coronavirus. What are you doing? But isn't he really doing it using methods of socialized medicine? such as free treatments, uh, free testing, giving people money. Um, These are all socialist policies that even Bernie Sanders would admire. Um, So if the uh, socialized medicine is good for handling this crisis, why isn't it good for other things, such as cancer, heart disease, etc.? In other words, why would you want to let so- why would you want to save someone from the coronavirus, but then let them die of something else instead?
0: G- Tim, excellent question. That is a that is a gr- that is a great question, and one that concerns a lot of people. And the difference is that when you have, for example, cancer or emphysema or Lou Gehrig's disease or one of these other breast cancer one any of these other horrible ailments that kill a lot of people every year but are not number one highly contagious uh and not number two something that can also destroy the economy and, and as you can see put people out of work. This is the this is the difference. The the payouts and the testing, that is a public health. Or that is a reaction to a public health crisis. And while cancer is a horribly deadly disease and while MS is a horrible disease and muscular dystrophy and all these other things that we face and that we've got to find cures for, while all of these are terrible, awful, no good, very bad uh, ailments that nobody wants to get and that very few people um, that very few people, you know, uh, d- 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 uh, survive. They are not causing irreparable damage to this nation's economy and workforce. And so handing out free testing and making sure people get tested and making sure that people are getting the treatments that they need and making sure that doctors are getting masks and even just sending people money is to basically boost the economy and keep America afloat. It is a shot in the arm. It is an adrenaline rush for a patient that is that is coding, basically. And it's not the president's overall economic um, agenda. It's not Bernie. I mean, what the president wants is these small businesses to get loans so that they can stay open. He wants the small businesses to stay open, or at least have uh, have their employees get money so that they can get furloughed and come back to work eventually. There is no bigger friend to small business and entrepreneurism and capitalism in Washington D.C. than Donald Trump. And when the economy is in a free fall because of the coronavirus and because of people being forced to stay at home, even here in Jackson, Jacksonville, as our own mayor has told us now, unless you're non-essential, you're your butts at home. Beaches closed, bars closed, restaurants closed. Nobody's spending any money. The only people who are winning in this are Amazon.com, Purell and alcohol sales because alcohol sales are up 55 percent. I mean, Netflix is doing great. The Tiger King, that guy, if he ever gets out of prison, is going to be I mean, he's going to be he's going to have it made speaking gigs, all that kind of stuff. But there's very few people that are able to weather this storm without help, either physically or economically. And when the president says the economic crisis is almost worse, like is the cure to this virus worse than the virus itself? He's not lying, because when people lose their jobs, when you have a third of the country out of work, when you have people that aren't sure where they're going to get their next paycheck or how they're going to feed their family or how they're going to make sure that their kids get get into college, when you have these things happening, there is massive hysteria. There is suicide. There is massive depression. The country kind of almost falls into itself. And he's trying to stop that. He's not being a socialist. He's being a doctor, basically the doctor in chief. And he's got two patients, uh, everybody who's suffering from and infected with and potentially could get the coronavirus and the United States economy and he's running back and forth between operating rooms trying to make sure that both of them stay alive. I hope that answers your question. 8557651045. Quick break, more of the marquee show coming up. Uh, stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.
1: I just want to thank you guys at the station. I'm in pest control with the rest of my techs here, and we're going in and out of homes. And you never know what we're going into. So kind of getting that break listening to y'all from stop to stop, man, really helps
0: out. So you've got a lot of people that are still working, that are still getting out there, and they uh, and we're, uh, we're so glad you guys are doing it. And be safe. And, you know, look, and if you, if you feel... Like you're sick or if you feel like, you know, you're just not 100 percent, cancel your appointment because these guys, you know, they don't want to go into your house. I mean, they want to go into your house and help you out, but they don't want to go into their, your house uh, and uh, and walk out with something that, that that they weren't looking forward to. And again, and if you're one of these people, if you work as a service industry person who goes door to door and you don't feel well, then, you know, maybe call in and say, hey, look, I don't feel very well. So I don't want I don't feel comfortable coming into your home. Steph in Palm Coast. How are you, Steph? Thanks so much for calling the Marques Show.
3: Hey Mark, I love you. Um Doug H and uh Bobby C and Mudfoot, we all love you. Oh um I love all of you. People. Some, yeah. Um I called you a few weeks ago and I had said that this is man made. And I completely believe that this is man made. The um You're talking about the coronavirus, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, over a month ago I posted something where a Chinese nurse doctor came out and said this is man-made she's now disappeared mm-hmm. she is she's probably got a bullet in her head um but i just wanted to get your thoughts on that my other thing is i just got let go on monday and i'm in sales um you cannot get through to unemployment on the internet or through talking to somebody on the phone it's impossible i've tried for hours
0: yeah. uh On the first step, first of all, we're sorry to hear about that. And that's a lot of people are finding themselves in the same boat. Um And, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have been facing layoffs and things even before that. And we talked to one guy who's like, I've been unemployed since February and I haven't been able to get my unemployment. And now it's almost impossible. Um So as far as that goes, I know everything's. All the services are overloaded. Everybody is trying to get through. Everybody's trying to get unemployment insurance. Everybody's trying to get money. And again, that's one of the reasons why these stimulus checks are going out. I mean, it's a little bit of money for most people, but it's a little bit of money that that you didn't have otherwise. And that's why the government's trying to rush them out ASAP. Um, to that other guy's point, to your first point about this being man-made, I don't know anything about nurses disappearing or who's got what in their head, but I will say this. I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of theories that point to this virus being so different than any. I mean, I don't even know how you make a virus. I'm sure if you go on YouTube, you could get a, you could Google it. And someone's got a DIY how to make a virus video, um, not how to make a viral video that I know how to do how to make a virus video. But uh, but basically, I mean, it, it could be I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody. You know, I wouldn't put it past anything. At this point, with as as rapidly as this has spread, and as, as many countries as it's gone to, and what happened in Wuhan, and the ability of the Chinese to really keep a lid on it, and also, the, like you said, the the mysterious disappearances from from the people that have tried to warn us or tried to get the information out there, I would just say that you know, there anything is possible, anything is possible. Does it seem like it's man made? Does it seem like it's a bio weapon run amok? I mean, potentially some people said that they were targeting us, but if that's the case, they were also targeting Italy and Australia and Brazil and the UK and Germany. And well, I mean, were they targeting the entire world? Because that doesn't make that doesn't make a whole, whole whole heck of a lot of sense. So I think that it's, you know, I think what, whatever it is at this point, uh, we can you know, we can go like Nancy Pelosi said, we can do an after action review Um, and try to figure out where it came from and what went wrong. And if it was some kind of man, if it was some kind of uh, malpractice by a doctor in China or by an agency in China or some military lab in China, whatever, if it was the mishandling of something and, and, and it did cause this global pandemic, then sure, there need to be conversations about, uh, you know, not necessarily reparations per se, but there needs to be, you know, there needs to be accountability so it doesn't happen again. Also, on that note, this is a great time to look at your personal accountability, because, again, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control two things, your reaction to it and your preparedness to it uh, for it. And if you're prepared for it and you react to it appropriately, you can and you will get through it. And, you know, and that's something not I don't think every country I don't think every country was prepared for this kind of thing. I don't think we were. But I don't think in our wildest dreams we knew that this kind of thing was going to happen. And when we had an inkling of a notion of an idea that it might happen, we were all tied up in a bogus impeachment scam. And we had all of our senators and all of our congresspeople and our chief justice of the United States and our president all defending or attacking each other in a small room for two whole weeks in January, which could have been the most crucial time for us to, to really clamp down and, and put a lid on this thing uh, before Long. So, look, I don't know what is going. Well, I don't know where it came from. All I know is that if it happens again and it may be another hundred years till we get a pandemic or it may be another two. Either way, personally, I'm going to be ready uh, and more prepared than I was this time. And I'm going to know how to respond. Hey, Steph, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it, and best of luck to you, and best of luck to everybody. We'll have more information on this safer-at-home order coming up here in the news. Uh, we've got traffic, weather, Rush Limbaugh's back today. I will be off tomorrow. You will hear the Brian Kilmeade Show. I'm telling you that now so you don't freak out. And then I'll be back Friday with another edition of the Mark K Show Live right here on 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw